everybody. Joe Sib here with you. Rad Parenting. Anea Bogue, how are you? I'm great. You look good. Thank you. Isn't it funny that people can't see us? Like, do you think anybody knows I talk with my hands as much as I do? I, well, I think if they've seen our photo, <laughs> they know they know that I'm an Italian looking dude. So they're like, oh my God, that guy is just waving his hands in Anea's face the whole time. <laughs> and she's got to wave hers back just to keep up. Making his points. Making his points. Uh, today's show, uh, I'm excited to do. Uh, it's about dates. You start dating when you first meet your uh, partner. Yeah. And then you turn into, uh, you have your relationship. Yeah. Sooner or later, someone says, hey, what about getting married? Yeah. You do that. You still go out on dates. You still have your friends. You still have everyone around you. You have your support system. You have your nights out. Suddenly, uh, one of those nights out turn into coming home and making a person. So right. then all of a sudden, there's a baby on the way. Yeah. And before you know it, it gets harder and harder to have these nights together. Yeah. Before I was married, I would hear couples talk about date night. I'll be totally honest with you. I hated the term. Yep. Hated it. What are you talking about? You got to you got to put on a calendar your date night. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how much fun are we going to have on our date night? Right. Yeah. And then zero spontaneity. Zero. <laughs> zero zero zero. Then uh-huh. my daughter showed up. Yep. And my wife and I started realizing, I would say after, you know, that first year, you're so afraid to leave. Mm-hmm. Anyone that's just had a baby, you know what I'm talking like, about. You're nobody afraid. Is gonna be, she'll break. Yeah. <laughs> if we I, leave her with someone else. Yeah, I remember, we, I remember we took my daughter to visit my mom in Santa Cruz and my daughter got a cold and, and we declared we we're going to leave Santa Cruz. We we're going to leave the vacation because she's, she could, <laughs> she's got a cold. My mom's like, nothing's going to happen, guys. <laughs> And we were, and of course, I did the classic thing. You don't know what you're talking about, Mom. Parenting is different now. Right. We should have a show where we have our parents on. Oh my gosh, that yeah. would be hilarious. Let's do that. Okay. But tonight's show, or today's show, uh, depending on when you're listening to it, is <laughs> about date night and how important it is for mom and dad. Because I always use the analogy that mom and dad, it's like a band. Your family is a band, right? Yep. And the kids are like the bass player and drummer. No one, no one really cares. You can make more of that, right? But mom and dad are Mick and Keith, <laughs> David Lee Roth, Eddie Van Halen. Yep. You know, just they're the they're the guitar singer. Yeah. And what ends up happening? Look at the Ramones when Joey Ramone and Johnny Ramone stopped talking. They didn't talk. They were they were a married couple and they didn't talk to each other for like something like I think like fifteen years. Really? Yeah. You know, hence the reason some of those records aren't as good as music when trivia. they were talking. You know. Yeah. Uh, but they kept it together. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I feel that in order for mom and dad to continue moving on, date night is so important. Yeah, I think it's one of the biggest mistakes that that parents make is they get so, and of course, said it before, the, you know, when we decide to bring another person into the world or become parents to another little person, that that is a big, a big job, a big obligation, and we need to be a hundred percent committed to to doing our best. I think what parent where parents go wrong is they don't realize how important date night is to being good parents. Right? Again, I've used my parents as an analogy. I, it used to drive me crazy that like every weekend, every other weekend, you know, they'd basically drop us at one of the other grandparents you know we didn't live here in LA my my grandparents were close and and they'd take off and whether it was they were partying by themselves over the weekend or they were laying around the house naked who knows what they were doing wow the picture you painted right there sorry laying around the house naked that had to be the 70s <laughs> throwing that out there right it now it was it every, was every, people listening are like lay around the house naked you could go to jail for that 
<laughs> so so anyway, but you know what? My parents just celebrated their 50th anniversary. And more important than just 50 years, because there's lots of people like, oh, God, you know, 50 years. They still really dig each other. And I truly believe, and there was a conversation my mom had with me when I was finally old enough to sort of get it. And she said, long after your brother and you are gone, your dad and I still need to be together. So if we go on autopilot and don't do anything to like nurture our relationship while you're still around, there's not going to be anything left by the time you go. So I think it's really important that this date night conversation truly is a parenting conversation. It's how we can be better parents. All right. First thing is, it is so hard when they're younger, we lose ourselves in our kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm my wife and I fully did that. Um, we made the we made as many opportunities as we could when they were younger to put date night. It was a little bit easier then because they were so young. But now, yeah. uh, how do you with just the way the world is insane schedule? We've got softball practice that goes into tutoring. After that, we have also got play rehearsal. Don't forget on the weekend we got to do parkour. I mean, it it's never ending. I'm in a car constantly. I feel sometimes my wife and I our date is driving together on the freeway mm-hmm. after a drop off. Right. Well, okay, so what I just heard you say was what we do as parents is we say it is a priority. It is a it is essential to being good parents to our children to make sure that we schedule these different activities to fulfill the opportunity for them to figure out what they're really passionate about or whatever. What I'm saying is it is equally important for you to schedule time or in some way be really committed to having time you and your partner as it is to scheduling them to activities because you know what if your relationship falls apart because you're not making it a priority it won't they won't care about the activities that they get to go to they're going to be like wow kind of sucks that mom and dad couldn't you know pull it together yeah and i think that when you're saying that what i've noticed a lot of times even if we can't get out on say, hey, we're going to have date night Wednesday night. We're mm-hmm. going to go and do this because of the schedule with our mm-hmm. kids now that they're older. A lot of times we'll just – our time together could be in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Our time can can be together. And a lot of you guys listening in the morning. Yep. You know, as the kids get older, they'll sleep in later. Mm-hmm. Even on school mornings, uh, we'll get up together. And, you know, sure, we're not having margaritas like like – we might have done in the evening, <laughs> but we'll be drinking coffee together, sure. watching the sunrise, mm-hmm. 6 a.m. out front, uh, and having those conversations that we need to have, catching up. And another thing that I try to do, and tell me, is that we try not to only talk about the kids. Yes. And that is, and I'm it's telling you, so it, I've never important. realized how hard that is. Yes. It is, it's almost impossible. We will, we'll start talking about something else and mm-hmm. then it, the road of conversation just leads right back into talking about our kids. It takes a really conscious effort. And it may mean that you have to say, you know what? I've noticed that every time we're sitting, like I love our time in the morning or I love our time after the kids go to school or in the evening or whatever after they're in bed. But I keep noticing that we always come back to the kids. And if you start only seeing each other through the eyes of like, oh, you're you're my co-parent, you know, you you lose the the time and energy that is essential to continuing to see each other as two individuals that found your way into the relationship together in the first place that now happen to also be parents. And and even in terms of like modeling healthy relationships for our children, I think that part of where we've gone wrong 
in past generations where people just sort of like stuck it out no matter what is even when our parents were not happy and they thought they had to stick it out, that then becomes our example of like, oh, I guess that's what marriage looks like. No, it doesn't have to. And we can certainly do it different going forward. That's such an important part that you just brought up right there is that growing up, I remember when my parents together, there was, there was, I think my dad would, you know, he'd work, he'd come home and uh, a lot of times go in the den maybe watch the news. My mom would start dinner and that was kind of the, the mm-hmm. dynamic that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And, and now with, with, with our kids, with my own family, I, I want them to see that mom and dad are unified and together. And also we're our own thing. You That's know, mom right. and dad have, they have Both their own ends. thing going on and not just there to answer and do everything for you that, yeah. Hey, check it out. Mom and dad actually have a relationship. Yes. Mom and dad actually are in love with each other. Right. Mom and dad actually hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. So down the road and when my wife and daughter, you know, find their people in their lives that, you know, they'll mirror hopefully that type of relationship. Your son and daughter, my son and daughter. What did I say? <laughs> Your wife and daughter, wow. which is a whole other show. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. See, once again, it all comes back to talking about my kids or my <laughs> wife. Everyone listening's like, how many drinks has the guy had before <laughs> they start the rad parenting podcast? Uh, I will say this, you know, when you say the mirroring and, and our kids, watching us do what mm-hmm. we do do marriage do parenting yeah mm-hmm. it, 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 how important is it for them to actually see you know mom and dad looking into each other's eyes and just you know having a moment together it, it, it i really think that it it sets the bar i think that it i think that our we're in this weird place you know particularly in the western world where this sort of like weird fairy tale romantic comedy version of relationship is one example and then our parents you know sometimes getting so caught up in just surviving the day to day going on autopilot so also not not modeling a realistic but happy connected relationship we're just sort of sending our children out there going I don't know. I guess I'm just supposed to find someone. Like there's this script. Like I, you know, go through college. I start dating seriously. I get married. I have a couple of kids. And it's like, really? I mean, I personally want more for my children than that. And I think that most people do. We just don't know how to do it because our parents were just, you know, trying to survive. And and a lot of us don't, you know, our parents didn't speak to it, didn't speak to what like how the challenges of a marriage. Also, the, the generation that they, that they were following. Exactly. Was, this is it. Yeah. There's no. There's no. There's no. There's no shows talking about this for mm-hmm. our grandparents. That's while right. They were, while they were having kids, it was like I work, I come home, you feed me, I go to sleep. We make a person maybe, and then we move on and just keep doing that. That's right. And I think that our generation really has this, you know, exciting opportunity to, and not to say that our, our I mean, our parents did the best they they could with what they had, and I think that that needs to be acknowledged. But I think we also have an opportunity. Um, in our generation to do it differently and have our kids do it even better. I think it's even, it's important, you know, I'll say this even with my parents, even though they did get divorced and Mm -hmm. they, they, uh, their marriage fell apart. But when they were together, I still have memories of them having a lot of fun together, which I think I brought that Mm -hmm. uh, into my own home. 
where yeah. we where we have a lot of fun. So it goes to show you, even if, if a marriage doesn't make it, while you are together, it is so important to really mirror in front of your kids, mom and dad being that unified group. Right, and I would, I mean, and I would argue that even you know when you stay connected, you know, through things like date night or you know just daily, a commitment to con- like the relationship, your core relationship being the foundation of everything else you create. I think that when you are committed to remaining communicative and present to each other, that even when you come to the point of being like, this isn't working anymore, that the way that you can exit the marriage with your children's best interest in mind, the likelihood of it being done in a way that is respectful and thoughtful and conscious and and constructive, not destructive, is that much greater than if you've gone on autopilot and grown so far apart that the only thing that connects you is your kids and that's the only thing you can actually talk about. And it just comes back to that responsibility that all of us have in this room, listening to this podcast of once you become a mom or a dad, Mm -hmm. how important it is for you to make it a responsibility uh, to raise those kids and also for mom and dad uh, and and dads and dads and moms and moms Mm -hmm. to show their children uh, a unified front. We yeah. had an episode about that. It really yeah. comes down to maybe maybe it's not so much date night, it's unity night. Or so, I don't you know. know. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds well, so I think, but that I think sounds that, so like sports oriented. I think though that the the whole that whole notion of date night it, you know has probably come out of us being a little overscheduled, you know, trying, you know, having to have not like one income house households, but two income households and everybody caring a lot. Um, but having a thing that, you know, just like any other, a play date or whatever else you have to put on the calendar, you have to schedule. That's really what I think it's about. I always say this. I always say that, you know, you spend all the time. I got to make it to the gym to, to run. I got to, I got to eat right. Yeah. I need to make sure my career is happening. Yep. All the things that men and women are doing for themselves, right? Yep. Make the time for you and your partner to spend some time together because I know a lot of you feel the same way I did. You're like, how did I even get here? Yep. Oh, I'm in love with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. You and I used to laugh together. Not that you're not laughing right now. That's another thing, man. I think the more that people can laugh together, the better. My wife and I, we, we, we laugh together more than we have sex. I mean, we, we laugh while we have sex too. But like, <laughs> Because it's funny, it's funny, but we laugh so much. Yes. She's always, she always says that. You know what? As long as we keep laughing, and 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 when we get together um, on uh, those nights, and 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 I think everyone could walk away with, like I said, you know, date night, the dinner, the reservations. Okay, that's a lot of work. I get mm-hmm. it, but you know what? Go in the backyard, find something that you both can yeah. share, whether it's food, glass of wine, whatever, and yeah. and have that twenty, thirty, forty minutes of your time yes. because you are Mick and Keith. You're the band yep. and Charlie Watts and whoever's the bass player, Bill Wyman. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this, but you're the front man <laughs> and lead guitar player. Yes. Joe Sib with analogies. Love it. Love those analogies. Let's just do a show on parenting analogies. Analogies. It, no, they work because people hear them. They become immediately <laughs> relevant and they're easy to easier to understand. I use analogies all the time. I had someone come up to me at a show recently and say, you're the analogy guy. Nice. And what it really spoke to me was, you're the guy that hasn't read a lot. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. That's what happens when you only read Thrasher magazine and Surfer as a kid growing up. Anea, thank you so much. My pleasure. And uh, everyone else, go out for a date night. Yes. You know what we want you guys to do? Hit us up on uh, radparenting at gmail.com and give us some um, 
ideas yes. of yeah that's what we need what are the what are the obstacles you're facing yeah. what is what is the thing that you're like oh my gosh like nobody brought these kids with a guidebook i need to ask somebody about this bring it yeah and don't be afraid to ask us what you want the shows on this podcast as much as i always say it, you know it's our podcast it's really your podcast you guys drive the questions you guys drive the ideas and um and also i want some examples of some simple date nights i think we need sure. that just right. someone might say we did a picnic we, yes, you know, we love it yeah Great yeah, idea. I like that. So uh, radparenting at gmail.com. Uh, we will be back next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Joe Sib. And Anae Bo. And we are out of here. Later. Hey.